Alright, Sunday, August 13th. Hilchos and Tiel Sadaim, Simon Kufnun Chas Sif Beis. Yesh Misha Eimer, Shem Eina Eichel, Ella, Paksmi Kabea, Ito Yadavlaivar. Some say that if you only eat less than a Kabea bread, then you wash your hands, but do not make a bracha. Test, Paksmi Kabea, Tom, Misham Delinian Tuma. Because if Tuma touches food that's less than a Kabea, that food less than a Kabea is not Makabal Tuma Daraisa. And won't become Tame through your hands. Right? Therefore, some say that there weren't Geyser on Tila either. Meaning um, that since the Tila is because of Tuma, according to the first reason that we talked about um, last week, then, since there's no reason of tumma, there's no reason to wash your hands either. Oh, yeah, sure. Since, because for Birkas Amazon, less than a Kabea is still considered to be an Achila, because we know that you, you bench on a kaza, more than a Kazayas, and a Kabea, last time I checked, is more than a Kazayas. So, also, this is Chasha for Nathilasim. Also, and anything that's considered to be nachila is needs natila. So those are two stadim whether to wash or not. So you should wash but don't make a bracha because it's a suffix. The bracha in my kavas natila because you don't have to make a bracha in order to wash. If there's a shir kabeya, then you definitely at that point need natila with the bracha. So basically, because um, there's uh, there's uh, reasons to um, to wash. When you have more than a kezayis, even though it's less than a kebeya, so therefore, you wash, but don't make a bracha because of the other shita also. Um, as far as the, the time that you have to eat a sheer kebeya of bread, Shalmazaman says that you have to eat each kezayis in kteachil's pras, so meaning kteachil's pras for each kezayis, but two, but two kezayisim, because two kezayisim is a kebeya. Um, and if you know that you're not going to eat two kezayisim of bread in this time, then you should wash your hands without making a bracha. Shevet Alevi argues and says that if you're going to Eat, if you can eat one kezayis de achilas pras and the second kezayis um, in the longer shear of achilas pras, there's a longer shear which is nine minutes, then you could still um, wash and bench, uh, wash it with a bracha. And Rishon uh, says that if you can uh, eat the entire kebeya in nine minutes, um, then you can make a bracha. So that seems to be a shear in the middle of those two. Um, so basically, there's three ways to understand what the shear is that you need to eat your kebeya in. Um, let's see the. Um, there's like a no, yeah, a Sharetzian here in Tess. So he says here, right? The the, Shulchan, the Mishabura said that even though so he says here a grow Sharecharnim. Um, he says, but the Grah himself seems to say that you need Natila and Bracha if it's more than a Kazai. So I mean, even though the Mishabura here is coming out that. You need a, if it's more than a kezai, it's less than a kebeya, then you wash without a bracha. The girl holds that you wash with a bracha. The chazanish is not like the girl in this. And Rav Moshe uh, says that um, since it's first a better l'chachila to eat a kebeya, um, then even if you know that you're only, um, uh, even if you, you know you're only going to eat a kezaiish though, I mean, basically it's better to eat a kebeya so you can have all the problems. But if you're eating more than kezayis, you should you should wash with a bracha. That's what Rav says. And Rav Yashiv says that if someone uh, it's hard for someone to eat bread, he can be stomach on the grah and wash uh, and make a bracha in less than a kebeya. So even though the Shabur here seems to coming out that you don't make a bracha more than a kezayis, there are uh, certainly other price game hold you do make a bracha once you're eating more than the kezayis. 
All right, let's see, Gimel. Im oichel pachs mikazayis. If you're eating less than kazayis. So we just said less than kabayah. Now we're saying less than kazayis. Yesh mishamr shein sarkotilo. Some say you don't have to wash it all. Meaning, right, the other sheet was yesh mishamr that you don't make a bracha. Here's yesh mishamr that you don't have to wash. Yod pachs mikazayis. It's not considered uh, achila. It's not considered an eating. Afla inyam berchsa mazav. Inyam taz pasak kainadina. Dein sarkotilo. Taz pasins you do not need to wash. Vachin udasa pach. Vachin hiskema grav berkiyosev. Vachim shema rashbats. So even though there are shitas, a bunch of shitas that you don't wash less than kezayis, some say that you wash and do not make a bracha less than kezayis. So the Mishnah says, "Be machmer, you should wash without a bracha." This year, kezayis that you have to wash according to everybody, meaning whether you make a bracha or not, but you definitely have to wash more than kezayis. That's even if the pieces that each piece of bread that you ate is not a shear of kazais, but they're mitzarev. If the the piece has a full kabeya put together, so meaning it doesn't have to be that one. You have one piece of bread that's a kazais or kabeya. It's even if multiple pieces that that combine for the shearin. Let's say a chaser eating a you know some uh, bread with your spirits or whatever, your whiskey or whatever else. In a situation where your bread is tough to the drinking, some say you don't even have to wash. Even if there's a shear. Some say you do. So the so the uh, the reason why you would have to you do not have to wash even if there's a kabe is because um, the chiyum tiel sadaim is tali in the chiyum berchas amazon, and since it's not considered to be nachilo, so then also you don't have to um, wash. That's the rama, the marshal both say that, um, and then the the reason why you would have to wash in this situation is because the chum are not not machalik. Right, that's that's how the shalah puts it. Another way to say it, the Mati Moshe says that since um, that that the chashash tuma. The tuma doesn't change whether it's ikra tafel. Ikra tafel is bracha situation, right? But that's not tuma. And since the reason for natil sedayim is about tuma, right? Again, there's two reasons, right? One is about tuma. Then it doesn't matter if your if your bread is tafel to your drinking, you would still um, wash anyway. That's the machlag. I know you're Rabbi. Pachs me because I snared the fravadi yishlismach shaloi lahasik natil bazapla hachila. The mishabura um, says that less nekizayis, you do not have to wash even the hachila, right? In this case. But if it's kazais or kabeya, then you should make a bracha. You should wash without a bracha because of the suffix. So even though he's saying here, the Shabura says that less than kazais, you uh, do not have to wash. If you look at the bottom, Aleph, this is a Haggah, which the Mishabura himself wrote. It says, Sorry, that's not right. Um, okay, hold on. Okay, we'll get there. Anyway, he says here, um, that in, sorry, in this case, that's a different thing. In this case, where you're where you have a you're eating less than a kezayis um, of bread and it's tuffle to the shtia, he says you do not have to wash. And it says in the bottom, it's uh, good to not do this to when you're eating bread with your whiskey. Because it's hard to know, right? You say, oh yeah, I'm just eating this bread because I'm just chasing the whiskey. But are you really? You don't really know, right? Maybe you're, really, maybe you're just eating the bread. So he said, it's good not to do this. It's good not to get yourself into this problem. Um, but he does come out that if you're eating less than kezayis of bread with your whiskey and your bread's tuffle to your whiskey, you do not wash. All right, Dalad. Let's say you're eating something 
that's dipped into one of the seven important mashkim that are makabal tumah, which are the hainu, yain, that's wine, devash, bee honey, shemen, olive oil, chal of milk, taldu, dam, blood, maim, water. And we'll just, it, we're not going to go this far in the Mishabura, but just to finish the, the point. So if you eat something that's dipped in one of these seven mashkim, that are makabal tumah, and you didn't dry off the food before you ate it, so then we're chayshish that if you eat it without natila, that your hands, right, stam yadayim are sheni, right, so your hands are sheni, you're going to touch the, the wet part of the fruit and you make the mashka into a rishon, which makes the food into a sheni, latoma, and then, so that's a problem, even if you're not actually touching the part that's wet, you have to wash without a bracha before you eat that food, meaning in order to take off the toma. Um, and that's, we'll just stop there. But anyway, that's the din. So if you eat something that's dipped in one of the shavamashkim, then you have to wash. Let's see. Yudal, dover, hainafil, yarko, parasabasar, even if it's meat or vegetables or fruit, bavagavdal, parasotiknotilis dayim, we're going to see tomorrow that if you just have fruit, you're eating an apple, dry apple, no problem, you don't wash. There's no reason to wash in it. In fact, you should not wash. We're going to see later tomorrow about that. You should not wash. Here, uh, it, that's because there, the peri, the peri itself is not going to become tummy for your hands. A dry fruit, your hands are shiny, the, it can't do anything, right? The fruit can't become tummy. The only thing, right, you can go only downwards, your hands are shiny. They can't make the food into a shlishi because there is no shlishi by chulin. If, if the fruit is dipped in mashka, one of these seven, and we know by mashka, like we just explained, that if your hands are shiny, touch ma- touch the mashka, your tami the mashka to be a rishon, it's tefila. Then take a little asiyadayim. Then we're misakin to wash your hands. Because then the food that you touch will not be a shiny. It will not be a shlishi, which is nothing. It would be a shiny because the mashka is a rishon, touching the fruit shiny. So therefore, if you dip the fruit, if you dip, let's say the apple into water, um, then you have to wash your hands before you eat it. Base shiti bule, and again, and and it's still wet. If it's just if it's dry, it's not a problem. Base shiti those who um, soak Paris or Yarek in water to clean them and when you take them out when you're about to eat them they're still wet that's considered to be um, dipping something that you don't normally dip it's not normally wet you do not need to wash your hands because it's something that's not common and we're not geyser Someone who, if you stick your finger, let's say, into water or whatever, into, I don't know, bee honey, and then you suck your finger, then then you don't need to wash before that. Because we're not geyser to wash before you drink something. That's considered to be drinking. Um, in, let's say you take fruit out of the refrigerator and it's, there's condensation on it. Okay, so um, the stifler says that you should be chayshish because of uh, this din of dipping in mashke, and you should wash beforehand. Um, however, the Shal Shuvah's Ebony Searle says that in that situation, that, my, that is not considered the mayim that has a din of mashke, and you would not have to wash before you eat your fruit that has condensation from the refrigerator. Um, if you have fruit that you normally dip in certain situations, and now you're, you're dipping it in a situation that's, that's not normal, Basically, let's say you are dipping fruit um, 
in milk. So we don't normally do that. So Rabbi Zalman says that you have to wash for that. Um, and the, the raya for that is from Karpas Lel Seder because you don't normally dip it in salt water, but we still wash for that reason, right? That's why we wash for Karpas Lel Seder is because you're dipping the, um, right, the vegetable into, into Mayim. And um, that is, it's otherwise going to be Hoksha the Kabotoma. And so that's why we wash. So normally, you don't normally dip your celery into salt water throughout the year. But here you're washing, even though you're dipping salt water, not a regular, not some regular thing. So that's the raya that they bring, from Zalman brings, that you, um, uh, basically that if you normally dip something in something else and you're dipping it now in something different, you still have to wash your hands. Um, in that case, okay. Your gimel. Vechol mishiva mashkin. Aval shar mini mashkin is chatim na peres nechashu mashia. Um, other juice that's squeezed from fruit, right, is not considered to be a mashia. So apple juice is not a mashia. All right. Um, yodal devash devarim. That's bee honey. V'loy tamar mishol minachar. It's not talking about date honey. That's not considered a mashia for this. Kaswa paisim kol mashia shen nechashu. Any mashia that's congealed. Benai de bishul benai de tina. Whether it's because it's cold or it's cooked. Achimim tefer nasa piyaf. That it's not. Wet enough to make something else wet. It's not considered to be a mashka. The Chazan Ish says that the Rambam argues on this din by honey. That honey specifically, not the other ones, but honey specifically, um, if it is um, congealed, it's still considered a mashka. But again, that's the Chazan Ish and the Rambam Shita. The Mishaburah is saying that no, for, for no mashka, right, is it that if it's, if it's congealed, it is not considered to be a uh, mashka. It's not considered to be a mashka anymore. That even if um, it melted afterwards, if it was congealed and then melted, it's also not considered to be a ma- uh, mashka. The Chazanish argues on this also. The, the exception to that din of Taisus is wine or water, um, or also clumpy milk. Those, if it, can, if it comes back and, and um, gets and it thaws out, those are mashka. However, again, according to this Taisus, let's say you have, um, let's say you have um, honey, right? Or let's say olive oil, make it easy. Olive oil, right? That congealed, even if it melts afterwards, it's not considered to be mashka anymore. Lufiza, merkachasam tukum devash. Let's you have a confection, some kind of donut or whatever that's fried in, in honey. If the, the honey is now congealed on the donut. And it's not wet enough to make something else wet. You don't have to wash your hands before eating it. If the honey is not um, congealed, the tassis is considered to be a mashka. You have to wash before. The magadram says even that's not considered to be a mashka. Because you're not trying to drink that honey on your donut. You're trying to eat it. Okay. Um, then says a middle sheet though. It depends. If when you have the honey, um, it's still in the honeycomb, so basically it, it doesn't have a shame mashka on it, it's still food. Then and then you cut it off the honeycomb in order to fry your donut in there. It was always it never became mashka. It was on the honeycomb. You cut it off to put it on your donut. It's always an eichel the whole time. That's right. That case, if you bought your um, honey already cut off, and basically people who make mead, right, there's certain kind of, it's a honey drink, right, and so it's already a liquid. It's cut off to, make, to be made into a 
mashka. So meaning it's already considered to be a shame. Mashka, you would need to wash even though you're frying oichel, you're frying a donut. So that's, that's the Chayadam's middle shita. Okay. Anyway, but Machlekes here um, between the Taz saying that this fried donut, if, as long as it's wet, um, is a mashka. It's never a mashka, and the Chayadam, it depends. If you're eating this, this donut with a fork, you can make it, you don't need a tila because there's no chashash toma when you're not touching it, right? You're using a fork. Um, but uh, normally, even though you're not going to touch it, you're chayven and tila because you might touch it. But since um, it's the chiv is not borrowed because there are all these shitas like the Magen Avram, that even if you that even if you ate it without a fork, you it's not considered a mashka because it's fried as an eichel. Then um, we're not geyser with a fork, if you're using a fork. That's the, the reasoning behind this. She's talking about the donut fried in oil. I'm talking about sugar. If it's uh, fried in sugar, because sugar is not a mashka, right? Only this um, bee honey um, is considered to be. Sorry, that's the oil. Any kind of uh, this donut fried in honey, um, this is that, that's this whole machlekes. If it's fried in sugar, then you don't need natila because that's not considered mashka. Tesuav shemen is oil, hano shemen zayis, olive oil, mashma, dishar shemanim, in machal mashka, other oils. Uh, flaxseed oil, cottonseed oil, peanut oil, those aren't considered to be mashkas, only olive oil for this dinner. I'll stop there.